0: Good morning and happy Friday. Hey, for Friday, we're going to deal with some tough stuff today. We're going to talk about what it means to practice honesty and when you might do that, especially in a difficult situation. But hey, friend, I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome back to the Super Supergluer podcast. And you know that it is important that we take time to be together, put a little balance back in our lives and rely on our sources of strength. Today, we're going to get real, share a morning prayer, and gear up for a kick-ass day. All right, so I do feel like this is a, a little bit of a heavy topic for a Friday. I mean, part of me just wants to talk about how Jesus turned water into wine, and like, let's just go celebrate. But we're going to dive into this Friday with some re- reflective thinking about honesty. And I would imagine if you're a super gluer, that maybe not in this moment, but in many moments, you have experienced the need to have an honest conversation. And that can be tricky, tricky. So honesty is about being truthful and sincere and open and genuine. But we have to oftentimes have uh, confidence within ourselves to really be honest, right? So sometimes it's hard to, to speak up or say how we're really feeling if we're lacking confidence in ourselves. And so it's really, really important that we think about being honest with ourselves and and really thinking about what we really want and and why we might sometimes need to stand strong and and really value what we believe. And putting that value in ourselves is so, so important, knowing that the more honest that we are in the right moments with some strategies that we're going to talk about today, the more honest that we are, the more that we can actually invite humility into a situation. And the more that we invite humility into a situation means that we are able to honor ourselves and the people that we care about. So honesty is hard, right? Because sometimes you don't want to say, you know, what you're really thinking. And I remember I had this, oh my gosh, you know, I want to talk today about when you have a micromanaging boss or leader. And I had that, oh my goodness. I remember I was trying to make some really big changes at our school and I had this woman, I will not give any details to those of you who may know the woman, <laughs> just kidding. But um, I mean, she was just like stomping on me and just did not yeah, I mean, she was just come in with a lot of opinions about the way things should be done. And um, yeah, that was unfortunate because she wasn't a very good listener. And so I thought like, OK, I'm going to be brave and I'm going to be honest. And man, that conversation did not go over well. She didn't want to hear it. So the thing about honesty is you can build integrity for yourself and confidence within yourself, knowing that you're going to be honest But what you say might not always be received well, and you have to be ready for that. But that's why it's so important to know what you mean, to say what you mean and mean what you say. And if the person on the other end doesn't feel ready to receive it, you can stand convicted in the fact that you were honest and kind and gentle but that you really did not back down on what you felt needed to be said. And so honesty also means that we have to be willing to admit our own mistakes. So like a lot of times we go into a conversation and we're going to be honest with someone, we're going to tell them everything we think, (laughs) but we forget or we neglect to think about what our role is in the situation, right? So honesty is about also admitting mistakes and and kind of being um, able to do that, because I think the more that we can become vulnerable and admit our mistakes, especially publicly or, you know, when we, we are lacking a little bit of confidence, we actually build confidence from that. I think that we run and hide from admitting our mistakes because we don't want to be seen in some kind of negative light. But I think honesty really actually produces really sincere relationships and more vulnerability always means for better relationships. So today we're going to talk about what do we do if we've got someone in our lives who's just kind of micromanagey, you know, in their behavior, like whether it's your your boss or somebody that you work with or another leader or could be a friend that's always telling you what they think or what you should do. It could even be a spouse that sometimes is Projecting their opinion so strongly on you that you're not getting a word in edgewise, right? And sometimes we need to be able to get those feelings out. So here's what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna talk about it from the standpoint of understanding that most people that we love or care about or we work with that show up in the same, you know, culture and environment that we show up in. They're they're in the same community because they chose to be there just like you did or they're in the marriage because they they chose to be there like you did. You know, or um you know circles within our families and and people that that matter, right? So oftentimes people really do have the best intentions. They really 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 do, but a lot of times our our traumas and our insecurities and things that we're wrestling with on the inside can bring out some of the yuck on the outside. Okay. So I think that we have to go into these conversations with positive intent. So that's first and foremost. And I think that the minute that we remove status is really important. And so I'm not better than you and you're not better than me. And we're going to come in having removed status. I think I probably over talk about status because I'm just such a big proponent of like take the status out of it we are all children of god you are not better than anyone i'm not better than anyone and i think that that really helps okay so then we're going to plan for it right which we already talked a little bit about this week it was a strategy that we talked about but you know so this idea that you know say you had i'm going to use like a silly example say you had a friend who's like late to everything right and she's like i'm almost there i'm almost there and she's always like you know perpetually late um and, you know, you just kind of know that. And then she shows up perfectly on time. Um, And you're like, wow, oh, my God, she's actually like on time or whatever. Well, I might be your late friend. So don't judge me too much, you know. So you I guess the point of bringing up like something silly like that is you have to find out for yourself if it really matters. Right. Like so. Is it something that actually matters? And for me, if a friend was late, it really probably wouldn't bother me. But for someone else, it would bother them. So I think kind of writing out what is actually bothering you and then deciding which of those things really actually matter. And if you're talking about a boss in particular, then I would I would just write it all out, put it out, and then think about the things that are actually impacting the culture, the climate, or you know, whatever, whatever circle you're in um, in your environment. And so kind of think about it from that standpoint. Okay. So the thing that you want to think about is to make sure that you recognize that the person in front of you has a life and they're busy too. Okay. And so they might not be prioritizing their time the way you would. Um, and maybe you don't understand how they use their time, but in most cases, they probably are really busy. So the friend who's really late, like for me, it really honestly doesn't ever bother me because I get it. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm, you know, I got a lot going on. But then like, if I had a boss, um, who, you know, just was always late to meetings. Well, I feel like actually, I feel like I was the boss that was always late to meetings. So Oh my God, I'm sure I got on people's nerves for that, but I didn't do it on purpose. So you have to kind of like think about, okay, is this something that, uh, again, is going to make a big difference or not? But just lay it all out, right? Lay out all the stuff. And and then uh, really line, they can kind of start to highlight. These are the things that are actually really making a difference um, in a negative way that I want to talk about, okay? And so kind of think about it from this standpoint that, you're going to request a small meeting with this person or maybe it's a spouse. So you're going to, you know, set up like, hey, you know, I'd love to have some time where we could chat and, you know, what would be good for you? I just like I want to talk about a couple little things that are in my mind. So not a big deal and not not going into it secretively, though. Right. Or or you don't want to steamroll or like uh, fly off the handle one day, like you're in a meeting and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, do you, buy? you know, and like, you're not planned. So plan for it and then ask for the time and then agree on the time. Um, But also just maybe give a nugget or two of what you want to talk about. So, you know, in a, in a marriage situation, like you might say, Hey, I just want to talk about, you know, our, um, our finances a little bit. There are a couple of things. Like I just have questions about if there are some ways that I could, organize our budget a little better, whatever it is. And I want to get your input and I kind of want to hear from you. And really what you want to say is like, hey, spouse, you're spending way too much money and I have no idea where the money is going or whatever. Okay. Um, And so you're not putting out the problem necessarily, but you are putting out the topic because nine times out of 10, (laughs) well, maybe not nine times out of 10. Where did I get that fact from? I don't have that as a fact. I'm going with my gut. But uh, even when someone is reluctant then to talk to you about whatever the topic is, They might already kind of know a little bit about what you're about to say, especially if you are exercising wisdom in this. So it's going to give them a minute to kind of think about it. Then, of course, you want to have that frank conversation. Okay. So you've set it up and you've planned it and you've highlighted what's the most important. And so you really do want to have that conversation and bring forward one or two things that you really want to be honest about and talk about. But remember, that you're not looking for an immediate solution. This is always my problem. I always want things fixed and solved quickly. Like come on, get on the bus, let's go, let's do it. But we have to remember that a lot of times people on the receiving end have like an overflowing, you know, inbox or they're they might be kind of disorganized even and so what you're saying could throw them off a little bit and could be kind of frustrating. So you want to go in with maybe uh you know one to two things and then from there set up a weekly check-in meeting right so like if it's your your spouse like hey you know can we just every sunday do a a 10 minute check-in on this one goal we set about our budget or you know if it's your boss and you've suggested you know a process for better communication like hey can we circle back on this next week because I'm going to try it out with a few teams and then you'll let me know what you think and I can share with you how it's going on this end. And, you know, boy, I really appreciate that the ongoing conversation, which is basically what you're saying is I need you to be honest and open back because I just came in here honest and open. So my challenge to you, super gluer, whatever it is that you are facing, whoever it is that you need to talk to because I think this comes up a lot in our lives. Like we we have things that we probably need to be saying, but we don't like to say them because it's scary. But my challenge to you, Supergluer, is for you to speak up and advocate for yourself, but do it with honesty and be planful about it, using integrity as your driver so that you can feel really good, even if the person on the receiving end doesn't necessarily take it well. Like my example with the lady That was like trying to stomp all over me and tell me what to do. And all I got back from her was a bunch of, you know, uh, like, what was it? What would I say? Defensive. She was just super defensive. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. you know, I, I really even tried very hard to invite vulnerability into the conversation and admit my mistakes and say where I was growing and then what we needed. But that didn't work with her. With most people, I do think it does work. And I think people who are honest people are going to be honest back and they're going to appreciate the honest conversation. Okay, let's pray about this one because it's a tough topic, especially when we have to approach someone about something difficult. But I think this makes for better marriages, better relationships with our kids and better relationships at work. Father God, I just uh, ask you to give us the strength to be honest. Help us to be truthful and sincere and open and genuine. Help us, Lord, to be confident. Before we go into these tough situations, remember or remind us, Lord, or be with us and remind us to pray, right? And I think, Lord, the more that we connect with you, the more that we'll remember for you know the 30 seconds or two minutes before we walk in the, the door to a tough conversation that we'll pray. <sighs> and we'll ask for your help. And we ask that the Holy Spirit comes into a conversation, enters into the conversation with us and helps us to really think about what we want to say and helps us, um, Holy Father, to stand strong. And I thank you for all of that. Father God, I thank you for being so incredible, for wanting to be a part of all of the little stuff and big stuff and every bit of stuff in between. Help us to live honest lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, super glorious, get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye!